This is a special episode. Welcome to our special episode of Pickleball Therapy, the podcast dedicated to your pickleball improvement. This special episode is an interview with travel influencer and pickleball-obsessed player, Alexa West. It's a really interesting interview where Alexa is combining her passion for travel with her newfound, relatively newfound passion for pickleball. And she tells us uh, some of her story as well as perhaps will inspire you to uh, relook at travel as part of your life and part of resetting how you uh, live and also bringing pickleball into it. Enjoy the podcast. I'm happy to have as our guest for the Pickleball Therapy Podcast, a new friend that we've met recently who's into traveling, which checkmark, and pickleball. <laughs> Double checkmark, Alexa West. Alexa, welcome to the Pickleball Therapy Podcast. It's great to have you with us. Thank you for having me. I'm such a fan. Thanks, Alexa. Alexa, I, you are the you are the 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 person behind the Solo Girls Travel Guide. You've been doing this for a number of years. Uh, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about what it is that uh, that you do with the tra- in the travel world, and then we're going to talk about your your pickleball and how those two work together so beautifully. Sure. So I have been traveling the world for over 10, 11 years. Um, I left after college when I was about 22, and I just made a lot of mistakes along the way. And eventually I decided, hey, I need some representation out here in the girl world. So I started the Solo Girls Travel Guide, which is the number one best-selling travel guidebook series for women. Um, And now I have these guidebooks that cover Asia and Mexico and yeah, I just teach women how to travel safer, smarter, have more fun, less fear, more fun is what we say. I love it. I think, you know, travel is such an enriching experience. Uh, and, uh, you know, no matter where you are in life, uh, certainly the earlier you can do it, that's even better. Uh, it's been a great enrichment for, for my life, that's for sure. Um, tell me a little bit about how you, you got into pickleball. I know we have to do a shout out here because we were talking about this and someone gave you a great gift. About pickleball. And that's something we were talking about on the podcast recently about giving the gift of pickleball. So tell us a little bit about how you got into pickleball. It really is a gift of pickleball. Um, well, it's a love story, both of my love of pickleball and a boy. I went on a, a date with this guy here in Seattle. And on our second date, he told me about pickleball. And I was like, that sounds so lame um, until he introduced me to it. So my boyfriend got me into it. And I've been playing now for about two years. I am beyond obsessed pickleball is my life i'm playing like three four times a week i travel all over the world with my paddle so yeah it's you know thanks to my wonderful boyfriend i want to give a shout out to uh tim tim hey great gift you gave alexa here uh it's such a beautiful thing to be able to share uh, I, I alexa mentioned that you guys uh, to me off off camera or off recording that you all play the sport together too so it's just a beautiful way to to just spend time together and grow together uh, but we are going to, we, 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 I, we have, uh, so Tim, I'm sorry to tell you, but Alexa is going to be uh, turbocharging her experience here soon with the pickleball system. We're going to talk about that in a minute, uh, but uh, just get ready for Alexa to come out with some, uh, some game. You're going to be like, what is happening here? And then you're going to have to keep up with that, Tim. So it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, Alexa, let's Love talk it. a little bit about the, bringing those two concepts together, right? Because that's something, as I mentioned to you before, that Jill, my wife, and I have done is traveled around pickleball, where right? we built entire periods of time around pickleball where we played t- tournaments in Europe. We traveled all over the U S uh, playing pickleball. Can you tell us a little bit about how you're approaching your travel 
life, which is what you do for, for your living as well, with your, with your new passion for Pickleball. Yeah. So traveling solo can be really intimidating to a lot of people. And even traveling with a friend or a boyfriend, um, I used to have to get really creative with how I would meet people. And it'd be exhausting. I'd have to like go to like a meetup where, I don't know, you have a cocktail hour. And I don't even like cocktail hours. Like I like to be in bed by eight o'clock. So it's really exhausting. But now that I have pickleball, like I can travel anywhere with my paddle, not anywhere, but almost anywhere, spreading pretty quickly, um, and meet people from around the world and a lot more effectively. Um, we, Tim and I were just in Chiang Mai, Thailand, and they have the Chiang Mai Pickleball Club. And we were going there every day. And it was just such a huge, amazing community of people that welcomed us, people from all around the world, also Thai people. So bringing together the Thai culture and the expat culture together. Um, and then afterwards, they would invite us to go have Thai food or someone would invite us, an expat would go invite us to go out to lunch afterwards. So it's been such a great way. And I really encourage my readers that play pickleball or that travel and are interested in meeting people to start trying to play pickleball because it is the easiest way to just show up and meet people from around the world. It's been great. Yeah, it's something that, if you, I mean, if you show up anywhere in the world and you have a pickleball paddle in your hand and someone says, I recognize that, then you're insta-friends, right? You're like immediately friends. Now, you had mentioned to me before we started that the, your, one of your favorite games you ever played was, happened in Mexico. I don't know the details, but I want to hear about it. Tell me about the game you played in Mexico that was that was inter an interesting pickleball experience that you had. Okay. So I was in Baja Sur, Mexico. So everyone thinks like Cabo. Um, and then there's a big expat community called Los Buriles. But I was in a different town. I was in this town called La Ventana. They're known for their kite surfing. Um, and I was at a farmer's market. And this hippie looking guy with like long hair and no shoes started talking to us about pickleball. And he was like, you know, if you go down this road, this dirt road, look for this paint store. Um, there's a pickleball court in the middle of nowhere. So we're like, okay, that sounds real weird. It was me and my boyfriend and my best friend, who's Mexican, that we just thought. So we drive down and we go into this like dirt road village. And there's this kind of shanty pickleball court, but there's no net. So we're like, okay, where's the net? Where's the net? And we see this kid riding by on a bike. We're like, I bet he knows. So we ask this 16-year-old, like, hey, in Spanish, do you know where the nets are? And he's like, oh, yeah. And he goes to this kind of like a tiny, very humble home with like a chicken wire fence. And that's where the expats, I suppose, kept the pickleball here. So he brings out this net. And he opens the net and it's just, the poles are full of ant eggs. So clearly no one had played it a long time. It was just pouring out like these white ant eggs. It was so funny. And we put together the net and we played with this kid and we played barefoot because we didn't have the right shoes. And this kid, he didn't speak English, um, but he just was so good. And we were able to connect with him just through pickleball. But he, he was just riding his bike, and we had no idea what to expect. His serve was so good. It was so low and long and fast, and we could barely return it. Um, and eventually, 
we just let Tim and this kid play and they didn't speak each other's languages, but they were really connecting. Um, and it was just a beautiful day, like just the most random day. It was not the nicest court I've played on. There wasn't anyone else to play with, but it just has stuck out to me. It's just one of my favorite local experiences playing with this kid barefoot in Mexico with this Aunt Agnet. That, that is awesome. Aunt Agnet that go down in history. So that's uh, that's been our experience as well. Just, you know, when you travel and you're able to, uh, you know, have, you know, social communion with other people, you know, over pickleball, right? Uh, you know, on a court, uh, whether you speak the language or not, you know, we play it in, uh, Jill and I have been fortunate enough to play, you know, over in Europe and in, in other parts of the world. And it's just, whether we speak the language or not, we all speak pickleball. We all know how to count, you know, call out the score and we know what we're doing out there. And we're done. We all pat paddles. We're all, you know, we're all the same basic kind of pickleball. It's, it's an awesome experience. Um, now, tell me a little bit about, you have a, well, I want to ask you one more pickleball question uh, before I move on, because I know you have a book coming up and I want to talk about that for a second. But um, tell me what has been, or what is currently your biggest challenge as a, well, what are you, what are you finding out there when you play that gives you the biggest kind of, uh, hmm, this is the thing that I need to uh, focus on or the thing that's giving me a lot of angst when I. Oh boy. Um, I was listening to one of your episodes, I think it was maybe like a, like three episodes ago, about playing with partners, being a good partner. And for me, I find that I am really affected by my partner. Um, you were talking about kind of being like a, a cheerleader for your partner. Um, and I watch, I don't know if you've, you probably have, of course you have, Paris Todd. I love watching Paris Todd on the court. She is such a cheerleader for her partner. She's so positive. So that's how I try to be. I try to go on the court and I just try to be really positive for my partner. But what if you have, you know, a, a bad energy partner, how to not let it affect you? Um, because I play, you know, open play with all these people all the time. And I just find myself being really susceptible to how I'm working with my partner. So I'm trying to find the balance of staying confident in my skills, um, connecting with my partner and encouraging them. But if you get a bad attitude partner, how to not let them kind of, I don't know, get in your head or, or bring you down or, you know, because some people are really intense. I've played at, you know, I've played at some courts here in Seattle where I play with these like big guys sometimes. They're really intense and it can get really scary. And so I think that's where I'm at is just trying to find my own type of play, no matter who I'm playing with. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you have any tips? Yeah, it, it, sound, it sounds like it sounds like it sounds like the players you're playing with. Some of them haven't found the right balanced perspective that we offer here at physical therapy in terms of you know enjoying the game and competing and giving your all, but maybe not you know losing your mind uh, you know in, yeah. in over what essentially is a not essentially what is a plastic ball and a, and a plastic paddle hitting it and. Uh, and that's one of the things that I think that, you know, that we try and bring at pickleball therapy. And it reminded me of something that you had said too. And thanks for sharing that with us about your, your experience with a partner, something that definitely, you know, all, all of us struggle with that. I mean, I struggle with it when you're playing with a partner and, you know, that you feel like you're letting them down or they're giving you that vibe and it's just hard to, it's, it's, it's a struggle. Uh, but you had mentioned, um, uh, you know, our podcast is called Pickleball Therapy. And you had mentioned that that resonated with you. Uh, because of the idea of travel therapy or, th or, or using travel as a form of therapy. Why don't you talk a little bit about that, how, how you view traveling as a form of therapy that you can use? Sure. 
Um, you know, I like to talk to young girls a lot of like, because I left the States after college and I traveling really allowed me to get to outside my comfort zone and challenge myself in new situations that I might not experience here in the States. Um, but I think for anyone, no matter your age, taking yourself out of your comfort zone, away from everyone you know, everything you know, and putting yourself in a new situation, you know, no matter what stage you are in life, um, yes, it's intimidating, but when you overcome those little challenges, um, much like in pickleball, when you overcome something where you, you level up in something where you are able to prove to yourself that, you know, you're super capable on your own. Um, I just think that that's where growth comes from is, is giving yourself a challenge and watching yourself succeed or watching yourself fail and, and try again. So yeah, just, just traveling is, it's not just, you know, Instagram photos or, you know, bucket lists or these kinds of things. It's putting yourself in new situations, interacting with new people, new cultures, and seeing how capable you are. And I, I just believe that's, yeah, that's, I think the most important part of travel outside of what everyone else thinks is, you know, photos and those things. 100%. And I, I, I want to echo something you just said, which is the idea of empowerment, right? Of feeling empowered through growth, because that's something that's absolutely um, central to everything that CJ and I do and everything that we do with Pickleball is, you know, Pickleball provides such a, uh, I mean, it's not going to another country, right? But it's going to another place within your own community and doing something that for a lot of players uh, is new, right? They, they've maybe never participated in a, in a sport and or a, a racket activity, things like that. And so, you know, for, for us, it's really important for our players to know, players who we work with to know that they can, in fact, grow as pickleball players, which leads me to the pickleball system, which I wanted to talk about for a second, because we're excited that Alexa is joining our September a pickleball system class, and it's going to be an opportunity for Alexa to uh, grow in in perhaps a, 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 whether it's a different way or the same way she's already growing. She's definitely going to grow some more in the pickleball system. So we're super excited to have you as part of the pickleball system, and we're going to be checking back with Alexa to see how she's doing inside the pickleball system and see how it's you know how over the course of the of the year. Um, Alexa, one thing that that I know you have come something coming out in, I think it's like in two weeks, three weeks, if my calendar's right, which will help folks who want to travel, I think, right? I mean, is that, is that part of what, what you're doing in this, in this project of yours? Tell us a little bit about that. Yep. My book is coming out on September 12th. You can get on Amazon. It's called The One-Way Ticket Plan, Find and Fund Your Purpose While Traveling the World. And it's everything that I've done in the past 11 years of travel. So it's how to get started you know, I started, I was broke. I had $200 in my pocket. So I'm really trying to take away this, this idea that, you know, there's only one type of travel and that's a vacation at a resort with a bunch of money. It's not. There are so many opportunities out there. So in this book, I lay out all the opportunities, but I also talk about the growth, how you, how you can grow with travel. I talk about how you can make friends with the travel. I talk about all these things. Um, and at the end of the day, I really just want to encourage women to find out who they are before they rush into these big commitments in life, whether that be a marriage or a job or babies, go find out who you are on the other side of the world. And that's how I, that's what I'm teaching you guys in this book. 
I love it. And we'll, once the book is published and it's September 12th, if I recall correctly, if my notes are correct, mm -hmm. we'll, we'll put that in the resources inside. We'll put a link to the Amazon book inside our, our resources uh, so that if you're interested in the book, you can check that out. And Alexa, I know that there may be uh, folks listening or watching this on YouTube who are interested in keeping up with Alexa West. And so what's the best way for anybody out there to know what you're up to, hear about you, you know, hear from you, what your ideas are and things like that. What's the best way for them to interact? Just meet me on my website, alexawest.com. Um, I've got all my books there, Solar World's Travel Guidebooks. Um, you can join my, my Travel Tip Tuesday newsletter. Uh, yeah, meet me on my website. I'm there. I love it. It sounds like the pickleball system for travel. So if, you, if you're interested in learning more about how you can travel uh, and have some pickleball as part of that, put the pickleball system and the travel and, and Alexa's travel uh, the resources together and you have the perfect combination. Alexa, it was a pleasure having you on the Pickleball Therapy Podcast. We look forward to your progress inside the pickleball system and uh, good luck with the uh, book launch. Thanks so much, Tony.